Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Sass and the Beard, a special Thanksgiving episode. You know, Thanksgiving is tomorrow. We're all going to be hanging out with family. Maybe some of you are even doing that tonight uh, or, you know, after you've watched this. Uh, and so, you know, if you have, if you are able to watch before, maybe we can help you get out some of those frustrations Listen, and, and things. Make it a great Thanksgiving <laughs> and watch this with your whole family. Yeah, and absolutely. Then, and then yeah. talk about politics with them and see how it goes. But see, maybe if you talk about local politics, it won't be as like, you know. It's true. It's yeah, true. Because everybody can agree that we should pave the streets, right? Right. And and totally everybody agrees about whether or not we should have a <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, we do want to thank uh, Retro Rose and Dog Ear Books for sponsoring our show. We love uh, the folks at both of those places. Uh, and also we have the Golden Ass Award this week, and we will get to who uh, is going to be receiving that. And that's sponsored by Plant Parlor. And yes. <laughs> uh, but so to in lieu of Thanksgiving, uh, Chris and I thought that this week we would... Uh, kind of talk about things that we are thankful for, but this being our show, like obviously we're thankful for our families and for all of that stuff. Uh, for but sure. I wanted to talk about what we were thankful for politically in our, whether it's our area or the state or nationally, however we, you know, see that. Okay. Do you want me to go first? Yeah. Or you go? Go okay. For it. Great. Yeah. No. So I think politically, I am thankful for, um, Candidate filing being closed. Uh, it was really exciting to see more contested races happening at the state level across the state. I think that's good for democracy. Yeah. Um. Whatever side you're on, you know what I mean. You can root for your candidate to win, but just like having having competition is good. Yes. Um. And so I, that is one thing I'm thankful for. Otherwise, I think uh, I'm very thankful for the entertainment district. Yeah. Uh, yes, because up until <laughs> especially a few before ago, the show, right? Yeah. Up until a few minutes ago, I had a gin and tonic that I could walk around with and so that was nice i'm very thankful for that mm -hmm. um yeah so what about you what are you thankful for well politically? I, I to kind of add on like with the entertain like the city council in russellville uh, not just the fact that i'm on it like obviously i feel good about that and but i the people that i get to work with within that space uh even like you know you got the mayor and the city council i think like we're all working together to make decisions that are genuinely good for the community as a whole not just for like this group of people or that group of people uh, and I maybe I know we talk about this a lot on the show but like I, I don't know that it's always been that way uh, because you had so many you have so many different uh, I guess points of view about issues uh, and I feel like even though there are still different points of view in this group we can at least come to some sort of working, you know, compromises and figure out what's truly best for everybody. Yeah. And I feel good about that, you know. And, yeah, it is great. And, you know, um, we're going to talk about this later in the show, but, like, even though everybody is sort of like-minded in some ways, yeah. like, there are still issues you come to and you don't agree on. Like, right. there was one where you were the only holdout, really, yeah. on an issue, and we're going to talk about later, but um, but I'm proud of you for not negotiating with Thank you. So I'm thankful for that yeah. as well. And I, I think that... It's one of those situations where even though we have different points of view, like the same goal 
can be achieved through, you know, the, the different decisions. Totally. Yeah. So, you know, speaking of <laughs> like the cities and different decisions, uh, we have seen locally, like Christmas is a big deal coming up. Uh, you know, the Russellville has a huge Christmas parade. I wore my favorite yeah. Christmas shirt today. <laughs> it's my favorite Mary Christmas shirt. Bright. If anybody hasn't um, been offended by our show before, <laughs> Just, yeah. welcome, welcome. Um <laughs> I don't know that anyone watching this, uh, they, I'm sure they all understand they could be offended by watching our show. Yes. Like, surely somebody at this point, after six or seven years. If you're years, not offended, we're not just like, fun. wonder what this is about, you yes. know? <laughs> For sure. So in Dardanelle, they've had a Christmas parade for a long time. You know, it's kind of been like a, this day is Russellville, this day is Dardanelle, back yes. and forth. Uh, so it's big for our community. Parades are still a big thing. Uh, however, in Dardanelle, we are we are or are not having Man, a parade. Who knows, right? <laughs> who knows? So this has been so funny. Okay, so legitimate issue: the Dardanelle Christmas Parade has always been where, like the the bridge from yes. Hope County into Yale County over the Arkansas River ends up kind of getting shut down. People end up sitting on the bridge for quite a while. Yeah, um, and so that was. Not allowed anymore. We right. can't shut the bridge the down. The state was like, Gardenal. don't do that anymore. Yeah, because if I don't know if anybody saw what happened with the bridge from West Memphis to Memphis, we ain't trying to do that in, no, in Darnell. No. Or even if like some some emergency issue where people had to be taken to the hospital. Right. You know, All kinds of reasons. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's honestly surprising it's taken this long. <laughs> yes. but, but what was hilarious about this is like, okay, so apparently the parade has always been handled by the Chamber of Commerce in Dardanelle. Mm-hmm. So the Chamber of Commerce came out and said, yo, we're not going to have it this year We because of the bridge issue. Like, it's just, we're just going to cancel it. Yeah. And then, like, Mayor Jimmy Witt in Darnell and some city council members have come out like, but what like, if we don't cancel but it? But, like, parade is on. <laughs> yeah. I, I, except I think yeah. he posted, we're having the... And that was it. Yeah. Like he, he just, he, I don't know what happened, but right. there was like the, like post, he hit enter before, before he was he done. Before he said the parade. People are like the, <laughs> the what? The parade. Um, but so the city is trying to continue to have the parade over yeah. there. The city uh, council and mayor's office, they're trying to like make the parade happen. Yes. Um, and they're like, have a different route. It's going to go, it's going to go. It's I've gonna, seen a couple of different proposed routes. It's going to basically just like cruise. <laughs> For a couple of hours, just, like, just the, whole, the whole town, the whole town. Just so where, just wherever you're at. Like when we were, to, like when we were teenagers, and there was, you know, there was no internet and cruising was the thing. <laughs> yes, that's what they're going to do with the parade. It's just going to be like a loop. Yeah. Um. But, but anyways, people have been like super confused because it's like, is it happening? Is it not happening? Is it? Uh, who knows? Yeah. But apparently it is happening. It's just the city is putting it on, and the city and the chamber did not coordinate their press okay. releases so, yeah, at all. Like, it was just like, chamber was like, we're not doing it. And the city is like, the F we aren't. And then they're, so now the city's taking it over, and... And nobody thought to tell the public this is just a change in ownership right? rather than a yeah. cancel like, is it restart. Or, yeah. Like, yeah, because I've seen several of the you know on social media the city council members from Dardanelle post like, hey, you know, here's the proposal, and then I've seen like comments after comments after comments just like angry yeah. about why why we had to change what? it, why can't we do it the same way, and like this is really where information. Spreading and communication is is important. Like you, you have a. This is what we're going to do, mm-hmm. and it comes whether it's from the top or whether it's, you know some group has to create the narrative 
Otherwise, the narrative gets cre- made up by everybody. Yeah. It's nice, though, when the two groups talk to each other. <laughs> you know what I mean? But let me tell you one thing that is staying absolutely the same for the Restville Christmas Parade and the Dardanelle Christmas Parade is you will not see me at either. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Too yeah. many. I will too be many. home. <laughs> that is the thing that yeah. is exactly the same as I will not be there. I feel like the same is going to be said for you about the eclipse. Like, like Oh, yeah. There's going totally. to be way more people. I'll be like, I will be home. Yeah. <laughs> watching it online. You're not even going to like come to my house for Airbnb and you'll go to Fayetteville or something. Uh, for yeah. real. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So there will be a Darnell Christmas parade. I guess so. Yes. Uh, <laughs> if that <laughs> clears it up at any level. Uh, but another nice festive thing, like our show is pretty much just about the holiday season. We, this week. It yeah. was really yeah. like we were writing it all out and I was loving it. It's like very holiday centric, which I'm here yeah. for. I love the holidays yeah. so much. I've had my tree up since November 2nd. Don't judge me. And um, I see it. Like don't, two don't, days after Halloween, Halloween you were yes. like, I'm getting it up. Yeah. And it was a day late. Yeah. So I don't want to hear it. But I did see on Veterans Day, um, because see, my Christmas tree was already up yes. at that point. I was ready for the holidays. Right. But I did see on the on the Pope County Courthouse that they had red, white, and blue lights mm-hmm. up for Veterans Day, which gave us kind of a yeah. a preview to of the, the Christmas new lights Christmas lights yeah. for downtown. That's yeah. exciting. Yeah, I saw them too. And I know that people were very concerned about the price of that, you know, uh, of that purchase. And I feel like it's money well spent. Listen, that was less than two podiums. Yep. And so <laughs> now we measure everything in Arkansas no, politics but, and the cost of a podium. How, so $19,000 is one podium. If it's two podiums, I mean, I feel like. How many Yukon Denali's was it? <laughs> half a Yukon Denali. Yeah. That's our measurements now is how many podiums yeah. or Yukon mm-hmm. Denali's. Right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we have. Uh, Christmas lights and talking. Speaking about the Russellville School District, um, you know, every year, like as you work a job uh, and you do well in your job, uh, you tend to expect a bonus for that work. Not like, not like expect. Like, I mean, not if expect. they don't give this to me, I'm going to be mad. But like, you've gotten one every year. Uh, Yeah, well, and it's the holidays. Like, people are trying to do for their families. Mm -hmm. They're trying to buy Christmas presents or whatever holiday you celebrate. Like, yeah, people are into it. And so a lot of folks expect to receive a a holiday bonus or an end-of-year bonus. Um, How's that working out? for? You've got a a teacher in your household. Like, how's how's that going? We are not expecting a holiday bonus this year. And I don't just mean just because I'm doing this show and they're not going to give one to (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's what happened. Okay, now we know. The retaliatory no no Christmas bonus. No, For anybody. Is, Nobody yeah. gets what. It's all Nathan's fault. No, no, but we know whose fault it might be. Whose fault might it be? Well, it's definitely tied in with the LEARNS Act, I it, think. Yeah, you know. I feel like this lack of funding to public schools could somehow be reflected in a lack of Christmas bonuses. Yeah, so, like, yeah. Merry Christmas. Thanks, Brianne Davis. Right. Do we, like, so when... Uh, the gas prices were extremely high. I would go, it, and you would see a little sticker of Joe Biden pointing with, I did that. Yeah. You know, do we need to create stickers for RSD to hand out to, like, to send to letters all the teachers. to employees? Yeah, yeah. that say, I no did that. Christmas we could bonus. just have, like, a picture of Brianne and Sarah together. Like, that's a propaganda, like, propaganda sometimes works, you know? Yes, but only if it's the right kind of propaganda, <laughs> apparently. Other types... <laughs> We can't be doing. Um, uh, only yeah. if it's our chosen propaganda, right. depending on which side you're on. And really. I mean, like, 
Traditionally, the left has been terrible at propaganda, so. Oh, yeah, ours is weak. <laughs> yeah. We go with it. It's yeah. just like, it's like 300 pages of research. We're like, here's our propaganda. Here's all of the information. And everybody's need. like, no, no one I don't, cares. Is there a Cliff Notes version? Or no, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> Hard pass on that. Well, but okay. But for Christmas and Thanksgiving, we can both be thankful for a nice place to live. Like yes. we have a roof over our heads. So grateful. Warm air, you know, when the cold weather comes. But there are some people living within the city that don't have the same. Uh, and and the city has done a very good job, I think, of trying to really kind of crack down on what we typically call like slumlords um, and people that have taken advantage of the very lax rules in the state for uh, property owners to mm-hmm. take care of their renters. Uh, and so, but they have given cities some leeway how to manage those issues. Very uh, tiny, mm, tiny yes. bit of leeway. Yes. And, and like through code enforcement and those kind of mm. things. And I think the city of Russellville has started to do a better job. Uh, and as a direct result of the election that changed over who, yes. who is making those decisions. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Like this current city council, I feel is really trying to encourage code enforcement to step up their game and really get after people. Uh, because, like, these are citizens of our city. And, yes, property owners are also citizens of our city, but they already own the property. Like, you know, like, the the renters have no recourse. They can't file any kind of claims. They can't do anything. Well, it's the same concept as if, you know, you have a business downtown. Yeah. If your canopy was all trashed, yes. there's code enforcement Absolutely. to say, hey, this doesn't – reflect yeah. We're a the, historic the district standards downtown. of our community, right? This, and, yeah. and and rental property is a business, yes. right? And so it's held to standards yes. like a business is. Right. Um, which, I mean, you know, people have their standards in your, like, home, if you own the home and you right. live there. But if it's a business, then that matters as well. Yeah. Like, you know, you couldn't put a manufacturing business right downtown because that wouldn't fit in with the plan for the city. Right. And so this is the same issue you've kind of been dealing with right. on the city council of – you know, is a home that is not up to code, that is, by a lot of accounts, dilapidated, is is in bad shape, is it allowed to be eight apartments? Right. Or does it have to fall back to previous zoning that says it's only allowed to have four apartments? Right. Um, so this has been an ongoing issue. Yeah, so in 2020, there uh, was an issue with a particular landlord who had eight individuals living in an area where it was not zoned for that. Um, and then, so the city was like, Hey, you can't do that. And he appealed for rezoning uh-huh. and the city said, no, cause we're not going to spot zone your area. Uh, and he had just assumed that he could get grandfathered into a specific zone and because he had existed as this for a while went because other <laughs> councils had right. not been like, Hey, you know, so, uh, then he took the city to court and lost Lost because it wasn't proper venue, like it wasn't proper process. Right. He should have it, it went through a different step. Yeah, he should have gone through appeals with the city rather than going straight to court. That was just really it wasn't on the merits of the issue. It was about just venue, right? And so uh, then the the his attorney suggested to the city attorney, well, at, there is precedent because in the past this has existed as a fourplex. And if we go back to that, will the city compromise? Uh, and personally, I'm not 
in favor of that. Like, this is what zone it is. This is what zone you have to exist under. However, the city attorney made a good point that said, if we do compromise, then we can uh, really be serious about code enforcement. Right. Because until we settle this issue, code enforcement really has no bearing. Right. Because nobody's and there's that makes, no yeah. Yeah. That makes sense in the in the like legal scheme of it of right. like, you know, you can't pass like as a as a council, you can't pass what they call ex post facto law where it's it's retroactive, yes. right? So like if somebody is there and they're already under this requirement, then you can't like go, well, no, we changed our minds. Right. Right. And nobody would want that. Like you wouldn't want no, that no, for no, your no. home. No, you wouldn't no, want no. that We're your not, business. Yeah. Right. And so that's totally we want to fair. Be fair. Right. But yeah. But you can't actually really do the enforcement of the of the code issues until this like zoning issue is settled. Absolutely. Right. So and you guys ended up settling on allowing a fourplex. Yeah, because versus, of the specific zoning it was in, it it wasn't allowed, but because he had history in it existing in that zoning, mm-hmm. we have allowed it. Mm-hmm. So we made a, uh, what is it, where you... you a variance yeah, or whatever. Yeah, basically, we're, we'll probably, we haven't voted on it yet, we just, you know, we will probably have to vote on a variance for him to exist in under this. So what if, like, a whole bunch of people came to city council and were like, we don't want this variant. We don't want you to allow a fourplex here. We want to say, vote it down anyway, or whatever, or wh- whichever side. But just yeah, yeah, because yeah. this is an ongoing issue yeah. that a lot of people in Russellville are familiar with, that a lot of people who follow our show care about these like slumlord issues. Right. So this is kind of one of those areas where individuals could have some influence because it hasn't been voted on yet. Yes. It's just likely what's going to happen based on like the logic of the issue and where it's going. Right. And because we will have to have some official uh, vote to communicate the city's, you know, will in this situation. Um, yeah. I I mean, here's the deal. There is precedent for him to exist as such, mm-hmm. as, as he has stated, uh, and, which means that he could – take us to court through the right way instead of the wrong way. Uh, and uh, then the city would have to spend money on the mm-hmm. court. So I, you have to have people that are willing to do that. I am one of those people that would say, yeah, let's. Because, yeah, I mean, be, I think that there mm-hmm. could be an argument made that he didn't file the appropriate paperwork to, to maintain that that fourplex, yes. like, yes. like zoning for variance. Long he, periods of for time. For long periods of time, yeah. right. But. I can see. I can see. There both is an sides. argument right. that could be made that either either side could win or lose. And so, if we, if the city went to a long, arduous two to three year court battle and ended up losing, then he would, you know, we would still be where we're at. Or you can win. But if we win, then you know, then well, there's. Let me you tell know, you what I don't like yeah. though, is when people on the council just decide not to vote on an issue. Shut up. <laughs> I didn't not vote, okay? I vote I, I just didn't say yay or nay. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Wait. Which in effect is a yes. You know what I'm saying? Like So you could have voted now. Right. Yes. Uh so the point is <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I have to I There have to was drag. there was it was going to pass. Like, there, everybody was going to vote be, so that we could get to the code enforcement point. So, for me, it was just like, I'm showing my ass and I don't want to vote, you know, because I'm mad about this. And 
Because I am. Like, I, I am angry. Okay, wait, but I'm confused, though, because so the vote hasn't happened yet, or it has happened. To discuss with. Okay, this yeah, was yeah, just yeah. the vote to yeah. discuss with. There was no, like, do we give them this thing? There was a, we need to talk to their lawyers. Okay, okay. Um. So, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. So y'all voted to negotiate with terror. That's our joke. I don't really mean that he's a terrorist. I could probably be liable for that. I don't really mean that. That's no, a joke. There is no, there is no terrorism. There is only, you know, legal rigmarole. And legal, like, abuse of tenants. Well, but that's the frustration that I have, is that there are people that have been living under these situations that are suffering and, like, this this person has plenty of money that he could spend to fix the places and right. not have them live in those places. And it's it's just... Yeah. And like, the city me. has to walk the line of, like, how do you, you know... Because you, you can't make rules that aren't for all businesses, right? right? Like, the rules you make apply to everybody. Yes. Um, and so you have to apply that fairly, but also how do you not support someone, like, profiting off of human misery, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, and I don't I don't want to be seen as doing that. Right, I know, and I know you don't. Yeah. Um, and I'm just talking shit about you not voting uh, <laughs> because I can. But, um, but this is one of those issues. It's part of the reason, like when you ran for office, we talked so much about like yeah. how these local elections matter so much is because if you don't have people in office like you, like the people who are there now and are willing to push back and and say like, wait, we have to balance this issue. Yeah. Then you know, that's how we end up here. Is that when this started with him? Years and years ago with this particular landlord, it was allowed, and it was allowed, yes. and it was tolerated because of the people who were in office at that time. Right, and it didn't, not that they were cruel, it just, they didn't care. Well, yeah, and like, mm. and it just, for whatever reason, yeah. there's, yeah. I mean, it's complicated, like, it doesn't make people who, who tolerated it a bad person, but like, those things build up over time and set right. a precedent yes. that then allows this situation to get to where it has, where you have people who are living in very unsafe conditions, people who have died because of their living conditions, you have code enforcement and fire department and police department. You have people going into these residences that are not safe for them right. as well. And so, yeah, I mean, it is a serious issue, and I'm glad you guys are handling it. Yeah, um, and I don't, this doesn't impede us from doing that. No. It actually, the way it was explained to us at the meeting, it actually gives us a a way to go forward. So I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. That's cool, yeah. Yeah. Well, other things that happened um, in the last week or so, the candidate filing. I'm excited for that. I'm we, excited yeah, that we referenced are. it earlier on, yeah. but I'm very mm -hmm. excited. Um, yeah, so here locally, uh, Matt Duffield, our state rep, he for Russellville, he had has an opponent, mm -hmm. a Democrat opponent. Um, Senator Brianne Davis also has a Democrat opponent. Uh, Representative Aaron Pilkington, who lives, who's out at Clarksville, but covers up portion of Pope County, right. including uh, like London area, and then almost all of Johnson County, he drew an opponent, um, someone who I just absolutely adore. Her name is Whitney Freeman. Uh -huh. uh, she's a woman from Clarksville, and she's running against Representative Pilkington. She's running as a Democrat. Um, now, I think our state rep up towards Dover, Stan Berry, he did not draw an opponent, um, so he'll be unopposed on the ballot. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anybody else really here, super local for folks. 
Um, if you're from, if you've been around following politics for a while or you're from the Conway area, we recently saw that former state senator Jason Rapert was appointed to the Arkansas Library Commission. Oh, that's fun. Because isn't that lovely? Mm. <laughs> um, the man who waged a war against, against PBS. Yeah, yeah. Against and, PBS. And every other publicly. Yes. Yeah. Um, is now going to be deciding. Uh, like, if, I mean, if, if you would prefer to give up your right to decide what books your family can read, then I think you'll probably be very excited about this. Um, but if you'd like to retain your rights about deciding what's appropriate to read for you and your family and your kids, then this might not be a great thing. Right. Yes. Because, like, I care about what my kids read. Uh, as and you don't want the government should. to tell you? No, no, you not at all. Oh. I don't want the government to tell me. I thought me that what. was small government. That's what I thought. Right. Aren't they for? It's like telling me what I can read. Small government? Aren't they for? Small sure, totally. Okay, so anyway. I'm confused. Are they or are they not? I think that particular catchphrase may have gone out the window <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Wait, are we for small government now? <laughs> How is it flipped? Is that, is that the, like, um, the radical left now? Yeah. Like is we, it me? Am I the problem? <laughs> am I the problem? I'm okay. sure many people would agree that we are definitely Indeed the problem. The problem. Yeah. Uh, so let's end the show on something fun. Oh, my gosh. Yes. There's an upcoming event locally uh, called the Holiday Glow. I'm so excited. Yes. Uh, and it is basically like Art Walk, but with Christmas. Um. <laughs> like, what could be better, Art Walk and Christmas and Entertainment District yeah. all together? Yes. Look, yeah. I won't be at the parade, but I will, will be, be at, at the, the Holiday, Holiday Glow. Glow. And okay. let me tell you the difference. <laughs> I can walk around with a drink at Holiday Glow. If I walk around with a drink at the Christmas parade, you suddenly people are around. judging me. You can walk around. What is that? You can walk around. Shut up. With a drink at the Don't Christmas tell parade? Don't tell him. <laughs> Don't tell him. So I'm looking for the date of the Holiday Glow event because it's not the first Friday. Oh, it's not? No, they do it differently. Um, oh, because the first Friday is the Christmas parade in Darnell, right? Yes. Like, and so it's a different date. Yes, 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 yes. Um, while you're looking for that, the first Thursday is the rest of the Christmas parade, right? And that is typically the night of the quorum court meeting, the first Thursday. Every year they reschedule that. Um, I usually just push it out a week because... Of the parade, so if you typically attend the Pope County Quorum Court or watch it online, you should expect it to be delayed just a bit. Nathan, if you don't figure out when the holiday glow is, we're about to have to wrap it up anyway. I don't know. Hold on, hold on. We'll post it. Wait, Friday, December first. It is December first. That's coming up quick. Well, that's okay, but then I think the Christmas parade is the following Friday. Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the yeah. So December first. 6 to 9 p.m. Holiday I'm so excited. Yeah. I love it. I was fun. in Fayetteville this last weekend, and I went to this like um, little bar uh, called Pinpoints, like a pinball bar downstairs. It's a fun place. It's really cool. And then you walk in, and oh, my God, they had it so done it for Christmas. Like I was not prepared. I didn't expect it yet. It was <laughs> heaven. I am such a Christmas dork. Like I'm here for it. Um, yeah. 20-some-odd years in retail. At Christmas, you it's know. just like punishment. I love the like the the thoughts behind like giving gifts and like family, uh, but if I have to hear all I want for Christmas every day for the next two months, I'm what gonna... you mean? You're not playing Santa Baby all day. We play Christmas music and watch Christmas movies inside Joshua's. So come in for Christmas. That brings spirit. me joy. Christmas trees. We might even have hot chocolate. Actually, at Holiday Glow, Y'all at Joshua's Fine Jewelry, it is a Cajun Christmas. Ooh. We will be having jambalaya 
and all of the good Cajun foods at Joshua's. If you guys are not coming downtown to eat at Joshua's during First Fridays, I don't even know what you're doing with your life because it's a whole free meal. It's some good like you stuff. just roll in for a whole buffet. Yeah, you don't have um, to purchase anything. No, but there's beautiful jewelry while you wait. And so. art. We're gonna have a guy that makes his own, like makes hand makes wooden jewelry boxes. They're they're awesome. That's really cool. Yeah, like I wouldn't be promoting them if I didn't think they were awesome. So sometime we need to be set up downtown during an art walk and just like do the man on the street like interviews with I people. I wish I could. I would I'm love. So to. I know you, you always have to work, but I should be set yeah. up there in that little like cubby outside your outside yeah. of your store. What do you think about the food? <laughs> what do you think about food? Yeah. And what do you think about politics? <laughs> People be like, don't ask. Who gets the golden ass this week? Um, I'm gonna say probably Senator Davis for the impact on Russellville School District. <laughs> You're having a really hard time with it, too. It really upsets me. Like I hate to do it, but also like we've gotten so many messages about about educators not getting a holiday bonus this year, and like the argument was like, oh, well, you got to raise. But a raise isn't a bonus. The raise was just to get you to the baseline. Well, and not just educators, but support staff. And well, they're like, all, I say yeah. educators because right, they're right. not all teachers, right? Like I got you. Everybody yeah. who's there is part of the education staff, okay. right? Like awesome. everybody. So yeah. that's Senator Elliott taught me that educators includes everybody um, versus She's a smart lady. teachers. Yeah, she is. And so. She should run for governor. You could tell her I said that. She's 72. Um, let's let the woman have a retirement. Okay. Please. She's about the only septuagenarian that I would be approval. But well, also for. I would like her yeah. to retire. Like sure. actually yeah. relax you someday. Retire. Yeah. But um, so anyways, Golden Ass, I think goes to Senator Davis this week for the first time ever. You heard um, it here. Because. You know, you can't win them all, I guess. Like Learns kind of screwed people over. Yeah. Holiday Glow, December 1st. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for watching our show. Please share this video with your friends and let them know everything going on. Happy Thanksgiving and holiday season to you. And we'll see y'all next week.